Quick Dvar Tire of the Week. This week's Parsha, Parsha's Bamidbar, begins with the counting of the Jewish people. Parsha's Bamidbar is almost always read the week before Shavuos. This means there must be a special connection between the two and a lesson to be learned thereby. There are many explanations given for the connection between Bamidbar and Shavuos, but we're going to focus on a specific one. Before commencing the counting of the Jewish people, the Torah lists all the Nesim, the heads of the Shvatim, by name. Why was this so important? We know the Torah is always so concise and measured with every word. What relevance does it have to us to know the names of the Nesim? So in reality, the names of the Nesim were not just names, but each one provided a special lesson and message. There are commentaries that ask, that we find the first names of the Nesim of Dun and Naphtali are very similar. Dun's Nasi was Achiezer ben Amishadai, and Naphtali's Nasi was Achira ben Enan. What was the meaning of this? So in the Sefer Hadar Zekenim, a compilation of commentaries from the Tosafot era, it says that Dun and Naphtali were very close, as they were both the sons of Bila. However, in the desert, the tribe of Dun was kicked out of the clouds of glory because they had in their camp the famous idol known as Pesel Micha. They didn't serve it, but they had this yearning to keep it. Moshe came to investigate, and he figured only the sin of idol worship would expel them from the Anani HaKavid. But the tribe of Dun was clever, and they buried the idol in the sand. They then turned to their brothers, Naphtali, and said, Achi, my brother, Ezer, help us. Ben Amishadai, we are the sons of the nation of God. We should not be expelled. To which Naphtali replied, Achi Ra, our brother who is doing bad, Ben Enan, should be part of or inside the clouds? No, until you do teshuva, we can't help you. This story also explains why Amalek was able to attack the Jewish people. If you think about it, every child knows that the clouds of glory protected the Jews against any attack. When the Egyptians threw spears and shot arrows, it just swallowed them up or shot them back. If that is the case, then how was Amalek able to penetrate and attack the Jewish people? But based upon what we just explained, being that the tribe of Dun was outside the clouds of glory, Amalek was able to attack them, at which point the Jewish people came to their defense. So from this we can learn a few important lessons. Firstly, if you know someone is doing something they shouldn't, even if they are your relative, your brother, you do them a disservice by trying to cover for them. You just end up hurting yourself and them. Second of all, even though the tribe of Dun was expelled because of the grave sin of idol worship, nevertheless, when they were attacked, Maisha and the rest of the Jewish people came to their defense. Yisrael, Afopishachata Yisraelhu. A Jew, even if he sins, he is still a Jew, and we need to do whatever we can to help them and bring them back to the right path. And this is why this parsha is read before Shavuos. One of the main lessons of Shavuos is the unity the Jewish people displayed before the giving of the Torah. 
It's easy to have unity when everyone's on the same page. But to show unity, even when there are others that are not on your level, that is what gives us the merit to receive the Torah. So we should take this lesson to heart, reach out and show kindness to our fellow Jew, no matter where he is holding in life. And through that, we will merit the revelations that happened at our Sinai in our own personal lives as well. Have a good Shabbos.